Welcome everybody, my name is Jorge Olson, and today we will cover packaging design. Everything you some things you don't want to know about package design, primarily for consumer packaged goods. Anything that you want to design in consumer packaged goods, whether you're the CEO of a company, the president, the CFO, an investor, or maybe you are the lead designer on a project, this is for you, and I want to welcome you. We also have today Victor and Cecil. Victor, welcome. How are you today? I'm doing okay, Jorge. I'm excited and glad to be here. And again, my name is Jorge Olson, and Victor and myself have been working a long time together in many different projects across different companies. We've done private label products for Walgreens, for Target, for Rite Aid, for Albertsons, for a lot of different retailers, for wholesalers, for distributors. We've done products for ourselves. Victor and myself have owned different brands. Uh, we've done not just products, but programs as well. Tools, novelties, housewares, beverages, and pharmaceuticals, food, baby products, car accessories, anything that you can imagine, we've done. That's correct. <laughs> and we've worked together not only in package design, but anything that has to do with the product, warehousing. Victor and I have worked in the warehouse. We have been in the forklift. We have been uh, one time like a thousand cases fell on Victor at the warehouse. <laughs> uh, and, and not empty cases, there were cases filled with tools. We've been in the stores, we've been merchandising, we've been delivering, we've been doing store checks, we've done sales to distributors, to wholesalers, to retailers, project management. What else, Victor? Am I missing something? Um, I would say I remember you, you triggered something that I remember. Those boxes came from overseas, so we definitely have done some work overseas, working in China, working and, and, and um, bringing in products international. So that instance you, you recalled right now, was definitely a, a, a theme that's that's very clear in my head. Uh, bringing, we're getting, uh, I think it was like six or eight containers from China we need to distribute it. It came in late. So just to add to that, a couple of uh, um, products that have been, you know, all the, like you mentioned, you covered it from supplies to um, you know, general merchandise, I would say. Racks also, every type of display we import, we, create, we produce, imported from China, from Mexico, racks, spinner racks, displays, counter displays, seasonal material, seasonal items. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of different products, a lot of different programs, packaging, everything. And, and one thing that, that I always tell people about you, Victor, is that you're not a designer. It's a different thing just to have a designer. For me, a designer is somebody who sits in the computer and designs. You don't just do that. You do the research. You've been in the stores. You've been in the warehouse. You've done everything that, that is in a brand. So in essence, you are a brand director, not just a designer. The, that, is, that is correct. I mean, if we've by saying that, I mean, there's, there's so many things and experiences that we've we've gone through, and some of them personal, and, and and some of course together that have involved you know 
plenty of success stories, and at the same time, a lot of a lot of our learning uh, coming from you know doing uh, uh, some mistakes and some of them, uh, thank God, nothing crucial, but some of them that you know uh, what will have like uh, the packaging and some of them consisting on, on, on delivery, wholesale, the way they're going to be displayed. So we, we can say we've, we've been through the whole uh, full circle, the whole life cycle of the product. And, and also something, something also that, that we've done in and out programs and for the people who don't know what that is, that's when you have a, a specific time of, of starting and, and an end date then they return product to you. So there's certain uh, things you have to consider in the product life cycle when, when that is. So uh, I think you've, you've covered most of it, and, and we've definitely learned from you know, a lot of trial and error, which it's, I think oh, yeah. it's, it's in, in every, any industry, it, it's always a, a, a something that you, know, you get schooled and, and you learn, and, and you can always grow by the with those, you know, with, with those experiences. That's right. And I see here that, that I have three years working in beverage development. Well, actually, it's more than 10, like this year, because it's more like, it's more than three, I mean, because it's more like 10. <laughs> so in the bio, that was a mistake. I've been, I've been doing, uh, and Victor has doing this, been doing this for, so we've been working together for more than 10 years doing the product development, beverage development, nutraceutical development. Now, uh, I'm also the president and CEO of a company called Premier Brands Incorporated. Premier Brands is a publicly traded company. You can look it up on, on your, your to see how we're doing, what we're doing. And we're also proud to be social entrepreneurs. And what that means is that we try ourselves and the companies that we help to make them give back to the community or to do products that will change the world. And over the last 10 years, we've developed a lot of products and worked with a lot of companies in order to push them to change the world. A lot of them do donations. A lot of them hire people uh, from third world countries or minorities or other types of people for their projects. We're actually working on a directory now for social entrepreneurs. So if anybody's interested, in becoming a social entrepreneur, just go to the website. You can go to this one here, Premier Brands Inc., and, and leave us a message there, an email, or send us an email, or, or call the office. You can see all the information here about what to do, how to approach it, how you can give back or start a project, which is a, a social entrepreneurship project. Let me, Correct. Let me continue now. Now, you can see Victor here is also a, a terrific graphic designer because his picture looks much better than my picture. So, so that's a good that's a good thing for you, Victor. <laughs> now, this is this is our philosophy and the philosophy that Victor instills in the whole company. Uh, we have we have a company that works on product development, and that's what they do every day. We have everything from account managers to salespeople to people doing research. Etc. Just to to handle your your projects and your packaging. Now, Victor, explain to me a little bit the approach here for packaging, for brand, and for research and all that. Well, it is it it'll vary, as you know. Um, there we get you know all sorts of customers. We have uh, customers who have already existing products are looking to rebrand. Uh, 
packaging, we brand their products, uh, and and we also have a lot of entrepreneurs, which personally I enjoy very much because they're you know they're the at the same time we have companies who don't want to be that active as we have customers had who do want to be active. So the first the first thing that that really starts out it it comes out with an idea. And most people out there, you know, have an idea. They don't know what to do with it. They 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 picture it. A lot of them have visual uh, a mindset, so they will picture this, the product, but they don't know really what to do with it, how to you know convert that idea you have in your head to something you know um, that that's on the shelf. So we try to help them with that process. I think a lot of uh, my a lot of my um, uh, my experience is that to get them to uh, conceptualize the, the the idea and actually make it viable, and, and that's where a lot of uh, key things come in as trying to teach and and you know learn. For me, it's the experience to learn the idea, what the consumer and has that what the consumer needs. I'm sorry, but the, at the same time to grasp that idea and learn. A little bit about the idea. This is for anybody, any graphic designer out there, any anyone who, any entrepreneur who wants to come up with with its own idea. And it's it's really about the research, trying to really get specific with what you have. And I think a lot of my responsibility uh, as an expert in this, it's trying to uh, guide the the whoever's making the the the, um, the product to to a to an actual concept because it's very different an idea to have an idea and to have a concept. So at first we work with the idea, we try to fit it in to you know to have um, that idea to where it fits in the market and uh, most of this is done by research. So the first step in the process always Jorge, as, as you know is the research and this is where most of the ideas that we get it's good and bad sometimes for the consumer. We've known, or the developer, because we know that um, a lot of them will bring uh, good research to the table and will work off of that. But a lot of people haven't. They, ha they do have terrific ideas, but at the same time, uh, the, the research is not there. And that's it's very. I always strongly recommend. This is this is the part of the developing cycle that really. Uh, dictates how the pro the product is going to look and going to have that um, concept. So first is an, first is turning your idea into an actual viable concept, and that's you know we, we we definitely try to help. And sometimes it I'll I'll be the, the I might sound like the devil's advocate sometimes and asking questions that I'm not sure if. Um, the, whoever's developing the product has asked themselves, is, you know, do you have a target market? Do you know uh, who's buying? What type of, of 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 client? Where do you want to see it on the shelf? And sort of this this sort of questions, um, simple questions, uh, you know, start uh, taking into form and it starts building the product at least concept wise. So that's pretty much where we start. Um, I don't know if that. Answers the, the the question, Jorge. Yes, yes, it does. And just for 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 the audience, there, packaging 
packaging can be many different things and, and different things to, to different people. Some people are, are developing a, a product, a consumer packaged good to sell in, in retail stores. It can be a, a nutraceutical, it can be a beverage, it can be food, it can be another type of consumer good. Everything that goes into that, we research and we put into consideration for packaging. Not just the look and feel, the label, and how it's going to uh, be seen in the shelf. Much more than that. We always start, and, and some people know this because they've been in other webinars, we always start at the end. We always start Correct. with the consumer. We start our research with the consumer and we move backwards. We call it reverse engineering. We start at the end and we move backwards. We see what the consumer wants, what they like, the size that they want how much are they willing to pay for it, what materials they want, the taste, everything. Then we go to the retailer and we do the same thing. Then we go to the distributor and we do the same thing. All the way down to doing your label, doing your product, your size, and everything that goes into now from the art side. So before we even get to pencil, we did a lot of research. Research with the retailer, research with the wholesaler, research with consumers, supply chain, competition, everything that you can imagine. Correct. Correct. And, and, and just to add a little bit towards that, it's, it's, and this is something that's very common with, with uh, entrepreneurs. They, they definitely want to see uh, uh, a render. They want to see a drawing of the product. And that's usually the first thing that they want or they have their own. They've, they've gone through some ideas, obviously uh, done some research on, on, on the web sometimes, and they know what their product wants. They want it to look. And sometimes it, it is hard to hear you know, after the research, that that is not the particular uh, product you want on the shelf. That might not be the right size, might not be the right color, might not be the right font, and all of these come into play before you even you even uh, start. And I think one of the things that really uh, separates us from from the pack is that the fact that we know how distribution works. And I think that has been a key. Uh, element in, in, in my career that that helps uh, know this because you know certain size, you know certain uh, palette size, you know how you know the, the 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 racks and space, the schematics of the store. So if you can picture your your, um, we'll talk a little bit more about research. But if you can picture your product in the store, I mean, think of how it got there. Uh, somebody uh, paid for it. It, it. Do you have distribution centers? Where do you want to do it? So there's a lot of questions to be asked, and this is this is basically it's it's where when we get the new customers, we have to you know sit them down and explain the process. And this is this is not the fun part. Of course, when we, most people think that you know this is this is tedious and it's, it's and it might be taking a while, but this is core information that we cannot jump to the next step. And we will get to that, but it, it's, I can't emphasize, emphasize enough how much the importance of researching uh, and, and before researching your, your, your market before you even go into, into design. That's right. And one time you told me that, that um, a client said, I, I would never buy this product. It's not for me, and, and, and the product was for a young lady. I think he was an old man. I, I think that was interesting. What, what happened there? 
Well, I was, I was, how was I? This, this customer, and this, this is a customer I've designed various products. There, there's a certain, there was a certain relationship. He felt confident enough, and I was opening my, my computer and and, and showing him some product. He said, he said, so, oh my God, I don't, you know, I, I would never buy this product. And I said, good. You know, it's, it, this is not for you. It's not directed towards you. And I wasn't expecting for you to, to buy it. I got a pause for, you know, like three seconds. And I thought like, oh, I, I think I said the wrong, the wrong thing. And he just started <laughs> laughing. He said, oh, you're, you know, you're right. And, and, and this is also something that's pretty hard sometimes for entrepreneurs to know, you know, that the product might not be directed to to you there's there's product that I designed that, that are right up my alley I I am the consumer I you know and there's products sometimes that I don't so uh, that I would not buy I um, for instance I I've drank my share of uh, energy drinks but I do not drink them I, I'll I'll buy them and I'll taste them and I'll definitely research them but I'm not that um, uh, that market. But at the same, I'm a little bit more health conscious. And but at the same time, you have to know that where your product lies, and and this is again part of the research. But um, yes, I thought it was gonna gonna fall into a, a trap there. But also, it, since it was early on, when when I was doing just uh, design, it I, I noticed the importance of having that that research and having the security that if I made that research, I can go out there and say, hey, this is not you know this is not directed to you and and uh you know it's, it's it's really something to consider because a lot of people are really passionate about their ideas and sometimes you have to be delicate and in and how you, you you tell somebody that but again there was a relationship for this customer in particular <laughs> and, and and one thing here that we see in in the slide is idea is the key so people have an idea they say i want i want a product this is my idea. What's next? Yeah, um, and again, it's 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 the first thing that for anybody who has an idea, I know that there's in, in our audience there are people out there who you know have the greatest idea, and I don't doubt that. I'm sure that there are people who have the, the next big thing and, and this is something we hear all the time we have the the the, the best idea I mean you, please don't tell anybody or we need you to sign something and it's funny that we've we've probably seen that idea or we know about it and we, it's already been in the market sometimes and and it's just a matter of again falling back to the research and what type of, of case studies can you get? Um, for instance, uh, somebody developing uh, a, a, you know, a juice or, or any, a, a beverage or certain vitamins that, that at the same time they, they might have a, a great uh, um, proposition to offer, but the lack of research has gotten gotten them to believe that it's the really the next big big thing, and you know sometimes it's really not. It's been out there. Somebody has done it. Has has tried it. Either you know it doesn't mean it's a bad idea. It doesn't mean it's a bad product. It probably wasn't executed right. It probably 
uh, wasn't sold in right, the, pr- the, the price was off, and, and, and certain things like this, it's kind of a balancing act, really. But the main thing, and I don't know if I really emphasized this enough, even though I, it's kind of redundant now, but the main thing about this is research. Now, as, as far as going, going on research, there are multiple ways of, of, of doing this. Uh, companies, you know, we will hire um, to make, you know, uh, surveys and, and, and have certain uh, strategies on how they approach, approach their research. They're very knowledgeable. They've been in the industry. And, or, it's, you know what, somebody just has an idea. And the first thing, of course, to do is, uh, for research is if, if you know the type of product you want, you have to also, like Jorge said, we, it, it's reverse engineering. Look at the consumer. What type of, uh, of, of course, we have so much information available at, at our hands right now with, with search engines and, 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 and books and videos and things that let us know what is going on with that, and, uh, with that industry or with even that market. So, Think of your consumer. Think what, what clothes they wear, what they buy, what music they hear, what magazines they, they read, what, what, what things they like. And, that, and it, there's usually a pattern there. There's certain, uh, it, and, and it might be a, a, a look and feel, it might be a color, it might be, there's really, a, there, it really is going to be a certain pattern once you consider that. And those are the, certain, the, the, the things that start taking under consideration before you start uh, developing. Write them down. Very important. Write them down. Uh, you know what type of magazines. Go through them again. Even at the start of the project, it's very important. But also um, throughout the process, throughout when you're creating your label, when you're choosing your colors, when you're cre- you know whether um, look at the certain shapes and, uh, and and trends. Trends is something that's it's mostly impossible to keep up with. But it's really important that you find. The, the the sequence and the patterns there because they are and all this is the only way to do this really is through research and there's there's a lot of people sometimes when we say research I know that they go like oh my god then I'm I'm out of the game I can't do this all this research but the truth is I'm 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 even I mean I do it with every product we do I go out to the to the store where it where it's going to be uh, directed and I look at the refrigerators. I look at the POS. I look at the, the the type of person that is that goes into that store. You know, I'll sit down, have a snack there, and look really uh, the colors that are going that are in that aisle. How the schematics work in that store. So really, research is not it's not uh, uh, something that should be discouraged and think you you know only companies. Um, only huge companies really have access to this information, but no, it's it's really the importance of of you knowing what it is. So the research is out there. Um, it, it's just a matter of you know really uh, putting the time into it and going to find it. So that would be exactly that would be I'm sorry the first thing. And and you know I, I it's and I know it sounds a little redundant, but I really really it's 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 the first. That's really going to dictate what, what, where your product's going to be headed. And remember, without research, you think you have a product, you think you're, you're an original product, and then you see other people with the idea or with the product. So it's important that you do the research. Now, just because you do the research doesn't mean that you have to buy data and spend 
100, 150 hours doing the research. That's not just what we mean. You have to start. There's different types of research. There's a research you, you do in the beginning, and then there's a research you do before you start your project. There are two different types of research. One can last some hours. Some, some can, you need a team. We, we have a, a research team. And, and the first research, we don't need the entire team. We don't go and buy information and, and scan data and, and see competitions and what was done 10 years ago. We just do research in the stores. We call distributors. We call wholesalers. And remember, we're on the phone every day, the whole day. We have full-time salespeople. And they're asking distributors, they're asking wholesalers, retailers what they want. If they tell us, we, want, we don't want X, Y, Z, and you want to do X, Y, Z, well, that's your research right there. We don't have to even open the computer. We know it, it's going to be difficult to place. So research Correct. can be divided into different things. Now, Correct. with your idea and with your research, um, you, once you do the research, I mean, then you have to go into the other things, right? You have to go into branding, uh, design, trademarking, target market, etc. Tell us a little bit about this, Victor. Well, what's, once you start going into the, the, the target market, once you, you start noticing, uh, the first thing you notice, and usually people do know very well, is their competition. The competition has probably done similar research, especially if it's, it's, if it's a, a, a big corporation. And you can start there as well. Look at, look at what they did, what was their approach. Uh, and, it's not, and, and it's really not the only approach. There's so many things and so many good ideas out there that will lead you into, into what you want. So once you gather all this information, um, it's it's time to start thinking about some people have let's say uh, a good name. Uh, actually, some of our customers even even today we had a conference call on on, on names, and that that alone is a process because it triggers a mindset. It triggers uh, people want to relate to the product, and this is something that that is very commonly uh, mistaken. Like when we go on, uh, you know, people will take most of their time in, in, in the fun stuff, of course. They want to develop the, the logo and they really want to have full access of what's going on with the logo and the name and the colors. And they, some people tend to even get lost in there. And that's only part of the process. That, 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 and it's something that I did want to talk about, how the name and your logo is not your brand. And this is often confusing for some people. And because they think I have a logo, you know, it has the colors, it has my name. There you go. There's my brand. And this is a very common mistake. And one of the things you have to understand, either if you're the designer or you're the developer, you're the, 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 the expert, something that you do have to understand, the, the logo is just an icon. The, it, the, the, the logo is something that it is important, and the name is also important. That, but that's going to turn into a concept. The concept is what's going to identify is how you present yourself to to the consumer. But that alone is not a brand. Uh, just you know, to keep it short, a, a brand is a relationship. A brand is 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 it's how you know how people will identify with you with the, your product. And what makes them, you know, feel? What makes them 
uh, either if it's a product that'll make him laugh, that'll make him angry, that'll that'll be um, and treat any type of personality like a, a person. I, I personally like to refer uh, to say, you know, a brand. You choose a brand like you choose your friends, and that is, you know, at first you visually, of course, you have to, you have to you know, like it. There's got to be a, there has to be a, a visual attraction, and that leads you into maybe holding the bottle in your hand, maybe holding the the product in your hand for whatever product it is. And having, you know, starting a relationship, you're you're not there yet. Yet the brand hasn't convinced you yet. It's it's once you try it, and once you you know you go back to the store, and there it is, and maybe you look online, maybe the benefits are there, and then you start establishing a relationship. That is your brand. That that is not a, it has really it has is importance to do with the logo and the concept. But the brand is gonna um, it's it's a little bit more. It's what the what everything is telling you. So one thing uh, you have to consider going go you know taking into the packaging format. One thing you have to consider when you're creating a package is that um, whatever research you know stick to your research. Whatever you found there that the consumer likes. And you know if I if I for example if I say we're we're making a product for uh, motorcycle lovers and 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 Harley Davidson type of thing. you know what type how it tends to look and you have some certain uh, colors that come into mind and things and that's usually what they the 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 that the person relates to so it's very dangerous and very common really to have to say oh I want to do something totally different I want to be you know unique. And that's it's you know and that's something we definitely hear a lot. But think about the 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 how people relate to that product. And if you're going to be really different and you want to be you know off the wall, something I want to create something that's never been out there. You have to introduce that as a, a, like a foreign person, a foreign friend who just came from you know the Netherlands or someplace that that they don't really know that much about. So it takes a little bit more, uh, a little bit more effort on 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 creating that concept to get that consumer. To, uh, uh, you have three or five seconds for a consumer to make up their mind, and you're introducing a foreign uh, person to them in in a matter of speaking. Uh, so it it when you want to do something really different, which is very common, and I understand as a, as an artist, I mean that's really how it, you start thinking I'm going to make things that's never been seen before but there's certain patterns you have to follow it's a rule of thumb and and again there's usually uh, uh, large amounts of, of money being involved and everybody's it's, it's usually a team also that's being that's developing this so stick to your research and you know there's certain rules of thumb there's certain colors there's certain trends and things I mentioned that you have to, uh, I recommend that you have to um, fall back onto. So there, there's reasons why sometimes you see, you know, the same type of bottle, and from huge corporations that say we're you're developing a beverage, and and of course you're not going directly going to compete with uh, companies like Coke, and but you see that they come up with with a bottle that's usually you know it's very familiar, and that there's a reason. And the psychological reason for that, and and sometimes it's because you have 
three seconds, and I think it's actually been uh, shortened this last uh, uh, couple of years because people already know what they want, and they, they have certain information that are and, and things that are going to trigger that consumers you know, to buy. So uh, fall back on research. You know, I know that some if, if there's in the audience, if there's artists right now, if you want to be really different and um, just remember that the patterns and, and, and are there for a reason. It's important, even if before you break all the rules and design, which is really an awesome thing, and I encourage it, but before you even go there, you have to learn uh, the, the patterns and the trend and the brand and the type of people you're trying to market. So that's, that's very important before you go on paper. So, so some takeaways here uh, that, that I got. Your, your, your brand is not your logo, and another big takeaway is a brand and a package is a relationship. So that's very important. It's not a logo, and it is a relationship for what it is and what it's not. And we, 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 we covered idea. We covered research a lot. Uh, we're going to start with design and talk a little bit about design and the process behind designing and going to production. Mm -hmm. And we have different things. We, we, we're going to touch on some of them. There's many more, but uh, too many probably. So we're going to talk a little bit about brand development, design, proofing, and print process. So this is a little bit now more hands-on of what goes into a product. So, so Victor, we already said we're going to research, research, and more research. We research online. We research uh, in the stores. And for, for, for audience, remember something. You research not only to find your competition, but to find why your competition failed. If there's no competition, there's a problem. It's not good. It's actually bad. So find out what happened to the competition because if maybe they were there before. And if you start speaking with retailers and distributors, they will tell you, oh, we tried that 10 years ago. It didn't work. And you thought you had an original idea. But we start with research. Victor, then we go into brand development. So that is... Um, what, what we do in our process is we sit down with the entrepreneur, with the director of, of the brand, depending on the size of the company. If it's a small company, it's usually with the entrepreneur directly. If it's a fortune company, they have a project manager most of the time, and then the project manager has designers, engineers, research teams, etc. cetera. Mm -hmm. But we do the same scenario. We sit down with them. We discuss what we want, what's the goal of this. That's the first thing. And that goes into brand development. What's the goal? Well, the goal is to sell. Yeah, but how? Are you selling with direct marketing, direct advertising infomercials? Is this going to pharmacies and drugs? Going to supermarkets? Is, is it going overseas? Is this for a club store, like a Costco? What is the target? Is it, is it a company that's going to be sold? Are you looking for investment? Is this a trial, a pilot program that you're going to do uh, to see if you can get buy-in from the VP? Uh, and then we start. Once we find the goal, then we start with brand development. And this is the big picture. Again, we're not designing yet. This is the big picture where we're working with the umbrella and we're shooting ideas and then after we go, uh, after we leave that meeting, 
then Victor and myself and, and the rest of the team go into another meeting on our own and do the same thing, start coming, coming up with ideas, speaking with a couple of distributors and retailers, see what they think. Once we have all of that, we present some of the ideas to, uh, to the client. And, and this is where we started with design. Victor, did I, did I miss something here? No, I think I think we we we're there, and um, th this is when when we start showing uh, some 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 uh, um, some visuals to the to the customer, the client. Um, again, like I mentioned, some sometimes they we get customers that already have a logo, they already have a name, and at that point we take that into consideration. A logo. Uh, for instance, tells us a lot about the the what's you know what's what's the look and feel of the brand. But in order to develop a product, after we again have all our our research together, we we start usually with a proof, uh, to just make sure because there's certain there's your your brand can have uh, sometimes they have brand extensions, they have they want to develop something in, in into a product line. And something that's very important you you mentioned, Jorge, is that where is your company headed? Where is, do you see your product? So, um, if once you answer those those questions, they're very important. Uh, you put it into uh, a look and feel. So to make sure that the design the design of the product, the designers and the brand proposition is is what the customer wants. Uh, first, you explain what you, you know, what. In, first, you explain what you're doing in, in in a matter of visuals. And what I like to to do is show them a, a couple of rough drafts. And this is something that before I even start designing the label, I'll create a, a proof of concept. And what I'll do is I will not be thinking about the UPC at this point. I'm not thinking about the, the nutrition facts. I'm not thinking about the package, the, 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 how, the, 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 the warehousing and distribution. I'm really looking more into the concept. So that, and that really has, in my experience, uh, helped us uh, save time and, and, and money. And we will show the, 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 the customer, hey, this is, you know, here are a couple of two or three options, not more. It gets confusing uh, for all. And for any designer in the audience, they know what I mean. If you show the, the usually show the more than three to even five options at tops, you start, you know, the, confusing the, the, the customer. So I, what I like to do in the, in, in the process is show them, let's say I'm developing, again, a certain product. I'll show a label, and I'll just, they could be from even sketches, done on, on pencil and, you know, adding just some quick colors on, on the computer or, uh, you know, some, something's just grabbing an image, an already existing image and putting their logo on top of it and just some text behind it. So th they know what kind of directions we're headed. And you, the, the reason for that is the information that comes after, after that is really important and key because one, you as a designer or whoever is, 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 is developing the uh, as a project manager, even 
you have, or as a brand director, you have an idea of what the consumer wants. They already gave you their feedback, and the, and uh, of what the, uh, and at the same time, your customer has an idea and of what to expect, and they start looking at it and start giving you feedback, valuable information. So the first thing I would have, I would suggest as, as far as packaging is. Uh, don't go into, don't put, you know, your 30, 40, 50, 100 hours to to a, a label or, or, or project that you're not sure if the customer is going to like that, even though you know you're probably right because you've done the research. And I would suggest do a, do a rough draft uh, uh, and at that point show it to the, the customer and you'll really get some information that will help you guide you throughout the next steps. And also, some of the process that, that you take, you were telling me the other day about the processes that, that, that you take. Uh, you've done very complex projects where we have a buying office maybe in China and a, desi a designer here, a production facility somewhere else. And you told me that sometimes you video record uh, as proofing and do other things like that. Tell, tell us about that in order to, to be successful with the proof. Not because that's where a lot of mistakes are made, right? Correct. And, and this is what I, I would actually would say, this is one of the most important in the process and in, in designing the process because this will give you a sense of direction. It's very, and the key word here is communication. This is really the way you are communicating with the customer. And an example that I, I recall was when we were talking, it was uh, we had, I was developing uh, a, a product line, it was a, a health product line for uh, Walgreens in this case. So I'm talking to developers in China. And I noticed that, that what they had told me over the phone in conferences, I really did not, there was a language barrier. I did not fully understand what they were saying, but there was also some, I, uh, some thinking process that was totally different. So what I started to do, and this, this is something when we're working, especially with product uh, uh, engineers, that I, I started recording my, myself, which was not, you know, I try to, which I know that the, I wasn't really interested in the, the video looking good, but I would, I would take short videos of me to, after that, making to send that I know that, and I would send them the, the link over to uh, the people in China that, after they saw that and after I explained and they could look at it at their own pace and actually ha have the product in my hand showing um, the guidelines and, and drawing or drawing on, on whiteboards what the, the certain ideas, make sure that we have that. We established a much better communication and managed to save time and, and money going back and forth because You'll lose two, three hours, two, three um, days sometimes just to get an idea that was misinterpreted. Uh, and so, like something working, and, and after that, Jorge, definitely working when I work overseas, and especially if there's a language barrier, I try to go ahead and, and do that. And it has really. Uh, worked for me, and and because because of the communication and, and the importance of the communication.
So, you know, it's 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 very again, it's very very important to try to do that in any way you can. You can take pictures, okay. you can do drawings and things like this. So, okay. Yeah. Well, tell us about everything that goes in or or not everything, but the things some of the things that we wrote here for 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 a webinar. We have the strategy, the color scheme, the logo, the pricing is important. This is this is good uh, good to know for for those listening that pricing is, is a big deal when when oh, going yeah. into packaging. Why is that? Yes, and because here's there's so many costs, and especially for graphic designers, Jorge, there's a lot of things that uh, you 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 you'll think of this innovating and great idea to present the product that will go into the product, but then you find out it's too expensive. It's not going to hit uh, the market at that price. It's not uh, the the printing's going to be too expensive, or maybe some you you thought of some add-ons that you wanted to include. But you, something that's very different and really separates the, the, the graphic designers from product graphic designers and packaging is, is, is the price. And that is because in, in the industry, we know that a couple of cents, if you're making two or three uh, products or mock-ups, it doesn't really matter. But when you're talking about you know, uh, in products even in the millions, we've done even uh, any slight change will affect the the end product which will affect the 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 consumer's buying decision. So if you are developing and you are the designer and you are developing the product, you have to take every cost under consideration. And if you do if you are not if you're just designing the product and are not involved with pricing, I highly, highly uh, suggest to be involved and to know what is your uh, a budget. And 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 you'll find yourself, you know, uh, coming having to come up with clever ways to 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 communicate what you want to to the consumer. And you know, sometimes it's not the the best way. Us, uh, graphic us as graphic designers, we want a big budget, and we want the we want to put on a show for you know each product that we do. And that's not always the case. It's really not. So it. Very important to have uh, a price and to know a little bit about the industry and how it works and how it affects prices. All resistant and and has to be, has to be. Okay, so we have price. Then we have we talked a little bit about branding strategy tip. Tell us a little bit about the color scheme. Uh, color scheme is I think like I mentioned a little earlier how. Um, there's certain uh, patterns on how you use your color scheme. There's certain. Uh, I also I would suggest to uh, any any designer or anybody developing a product to go into to know a little bit about how color psychology works and how it triggers certain uh, emotions that would, might help uh, uh, the consumer in, in 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 that buying decision to to make up their mind between your product and, and the competition, and also um, how at how it's kind of the, again the balancing act with with what they're used to and what what is out there because it's something that I've quickly found the color psychology even though it's out there and there's it's it's really uh, extensive sometimes you you go into the product and say hey but they're not using the same colors not using the same and that is because 
uh, people are already relating to a certain color scheme. So when you're choosing your colors, think of what think again on, of the consumer and again a little research with uh, with color psychology and look at the trends, what they wear, what they buy, what they read, and you'll find a certain you'll find you'll find some some patterns there that you can always use. Okay, and we talked about already about a little bit about branding strategy, pricing then, color scheme. We talked about what is and what is not a logo, and I think we can have a whole uh, webinar on logos. And logo is yes. just one part of the package. It's not the package. We already have that. It's one part of branding uh, that, we, that, we, uh, that we use. Correct. Okay. Now, one of the things that we always talk about and, and, and we over-talk about it with, with customers and with projects is always look at the, at the and we do tremendous research and we study and study and study some more about consumer behavior. Uh, and that's why we focus so much on your target market and then move backwards because for us, Consumer behavior is very important. Yes, we take more into consideration than just consumer behavior because we know the trade very well. We are entrepreneurs ourselves, and we own products, our own products. We own our own distribution companies as well, so we've dealt with distributors, and we still deal with wholesalers, distributors, because we sell to them every single day. So focus on your consumer. What do they want? Like this gentleman, what are they thinking? That's very important. Don't forget, maybe it's not the fun part for you, but it's going to be the fun part with sales. Now, Victor, tell us a little bit about this client. This is a client that we did a webinar. We are very involved in different products. Tell us about the process that you took for, for, for this team. Uh, the the Unity is, is something that we were involved since the beginning. It's we know it's a product that it's doing really good. It has been accepted by the the consumers, and this this product, this kind in particular, is a very 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 nice uh, person with uh, very educated and really had uh, no idea has he, even though he has a lot of information about um, marketing, he really had no idea how to introduce a new product so he come he um again it's 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 one of those things that one of those customers that who had an idea but after we we talked to them and gave them a little bit of of information of what's out there it kind of transitioned i think he he started out trying to make uh, a different product and after you know the cost and what the consumer is buying what it doing he he moved over in into a t and he has uh, there's this great story behind this this uh basically the how how this came to happen is is that uh, a a person in the uh, Coachella Valley has uh you know acres of land and he has uh, palm trees with date seeds and which is some you know they grow them organically and the whole family is involved a really really nice person that I had um that I met and Philippe is his name and what happened one day, he, he, he told me he went out and somebody had uh, um, had broken into his shack he had in, in, in the back. So he went out there and, you know, drove these guys away. 
And after that, they, I don't know if they set fire, but there was a fire in that. So he was, you know, he had to, he had to call the, 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 the local fire station. The firefighters came out, they put it out. And he noticed there was a certain coffee smell out there. And he said, you know, it took him like two days to figure out what it was. And what, what it was, it was the roasted date. This is how great ideas, like, this is something I like, and, and uh, that's why, you know, I wanted to talk about this, this product. And he noticed that the, that the seed in the dates, which um, it, it had roasted in a coffee-like way, so it, it, it looked like coffee, it kind of smelled like coffee, but this is a natural, this is just some, some dates, and only like two or three trees have been burned down. So he noticed that where it was coming from, so he started experimenting with this, and notice that he can do, you know, extracts, and he he can grab certain, uh, um, uh, he 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 can make some some beverages out of it. So that's where um, Larry Larry found this this person. He told him the story. Um, Larry has some expertise with with uh, with food, and 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 so he he grabbed this and tried to make this into uh, uh, something for the consumers. Um, and it's really the the you know he he talked to us about it and we we were looking for a name uh, that would work in, in in a couple of languages and certain colors and what we found is something that was very we try to keep it very simple nice and clean and also try to educate the the consumer on what the what the benefits for something like this because this is something relatively neat you know for as far as Date, uh, dates have been around for for you know for ages, and we see them in even in books and in, in old uh, books as as you know fruit of the kings, and, and because they have so many uh, so much benefits uh, for for our body, so we try to incorporate that into a uh, new concept, new category of its own, and so we started out choosing again the bottle, the flavors, and all throughout the process. We were, you know, I sent him some proofs, and he wanted that natural, clean feel, um, always incorporating, uh, um, you know, certain in, in aspects of design, always having certain opinions of it. And one of the things, like, if you notice, I think on the picture there, there's a heart. And this, you can't really see on the picture, but the heart is made out of the date seeds uh, that really, really, if you, if you look at it, they, they're kind of like a long uh, coffee bean. If you would, so we try to take advantage of that. It took some pictures, and and again, the, the product is, is everywhere. It's being, uh, um, it, it's it's fairly new, so it hasn't been out on the market that long. But it's it's something that I really uh, like. I like the client. I like the product, and it's being accepted very well for for the you know, as, uh, for the consumer. So we expect we 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 hope to see this in. in in a couple of and more and more stores very soon. Yes, and we also handle sales and distributions. We're going after natural channel and already doing some tests in other in other places. And as you can see, they have two different ones. They have a ready to drink in a pet bottle, and then they have uh, the one you actually this one you actually put in your in your coffee maker, and you make it like coffee. You buy it in the supermarket or coffee shop you take home, and you brew it yourself. The other one is ready to drink. So very interesting product, very different uh, in the approach Victor took for, for product development. Then here's one 
uh, that's a little bit different as well. Tell us about this one, Victor. Well, this this is something that really has not uh, it, it fully hit the mark, and this 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 product in particular, we're we're very excited, and this is a, a vodka liquor, and it's it we had the the idea we uh, a while a while ago to um, from a customer that he wanted to to do something with with. Uh, um, uh, with uh, with a, a, a beverage, with a vodka beverage, and he actually had access to, uh, in this case, uh, Rodman. Dennis Rodman is is to introduce uh, is about to introduce a, a vodka that's very soon going to hit the market. And you know, I I love basketball. I was really excited about this. So uh, something that I, I researched in in my end, why you know it's a lot of people think of of a person like Dennis Rodman who's going to be um going to be active in 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 selling the product and 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 having it uh publicly known but something that I had to really uh study and this is it's very common that that you have uh misinterpretation a lot of people will see can think of a person like Dennis Rodman which uh, and think of of a bull, and they think, oh, Chicago Bulls, and and it's really because if you if you learn a little bit about him, and he has a children's book, and he has a couple of things, uh, or if you read some of his books, you'll notice that it's it's because he that this is zodiac sign, and he why he likes that, and why it's out there. It was important to cater to him as well as to cater to the to the consumer, which is a good having the right product, the good product, and again, knowing the price is very important. This is not uh, a, a high-end product, but getting, but at the same time, giving you know, the most for that price. So we, we, this is something, I can't really give out all the details because it's, 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 you know, it's, it's about to hit the market. So there's, there's a couple of things you'll learn after you know, uh, after it's it's released, but this is something that is you know we're very proud of, and and hopefully we get to see it soon. That's great, Victor. And um, I want to I want to have some time some time for questions because it's it's already been an hour, okay. and a lot of people have scheduled have scheduled their time a little bit. So now we're gonna. Ask our, our listeners to ask you questions, or we and, and they can ask questions through the chat. And again, mm-hmm. they don't have to. We don't have to say their names. They can be private, and we'll just answer the question. It is moderated, so I will see the questions before. You can ask whatever you want, and, and one of the questions you can ask. A lot of people say, "Can I ask everything?" Yes, you can ask. Uh, you can ask about. <laughs> You can ask about um, your product. You can ask about other people's product. You can ask about sales. You can ask about distribution. You can ask about branding, logo, packaging, colors, merchandising, placing products in stores, whatever you want. Uh, And one of the questions is, will will we be able to get a, a copy of this presentation? This presentation is being recorded. And you'll get an email on, on uh, 
how to get the patient for free. Uh, people who are here right now on the presentation will be there for free. Later on, it will become available for sale, but because you're here, they'll give you an opportunity and you'll get a, an email from me or, or from somebody in the office so that you can get the video, the entire video for free. You can uh, accelerate it, you can pause it, you can do whatever you want. And other videos as well. Remember, we have a whole library of videos on how to develop a unique selling proposition, how to sell to convenience stores, how to sell to supermarkets, everything that you can imagine. We have on, on videos, or we will produce videos. And usually, uh, they'll become available maybe by tomorrow. So we, we always take only one day. Let me see. We have some other questions here. And we have somebody from Washington. Mark, welcome. Hey, Mark. Okay, we have uh, one question. And by the way, we are, it's about formulation. We are going to have a webinar on formulation as well. Let me see. For formulation on a beverage, can we do it at home? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Okay. Um, the question is, can we, can, we, can we do a kitchen table formulation? Can you formulate something at home for starters? You can do whatever you want. You can, you can make it at home, and there's some case studies of companies that actually brewed tea at home and then sold it to Coca-Cola. <laughs> so yes, uh, it is possible. Now, there's something that you have to consider when you, when you, when you do this. When you do something at home, that's not your formula. So you do it at home, and then we still have to hire or you still have to hire a lab like, like ourselves. You have to hire us or somebody like us to do your formulation because you cannot go to a co-packer with your formula and tell them, this is what I did. Please put it in the, <laughs> in the bottle. That doesn't work. Um, no. uh, we, we have to go through a, a – so this is what we do. You give us your formula. We take that formula, and then we, we, we put it under the microscope, and, and we get all the elements. We quote the ingredients that you will need for your formula, and we tell you how much it's going to cost to the consumer. So this is the price to the consumer. Let's say you're using some very special ingredients, and now your product is $4. You're going to say, no, I want my product to be $2. So then we're going to tell you, you need to cut the agave or whatever you're using. But then we reformulate it. Once we have the formula, then we buy all of the ingredients and we send the specifications with every single ingredient to the co-packer. The only thing that they do is they mix in a batch and they put it in your, in your bottle. Everything else you have to do. Uh, so a co-packer does not formulate and they will not buy the ingredients for you. All of that is done separately. The co-packer just wants to pack. It is a very good question. Uh, and, and now, will, will it taste exactly like it tasted in the kitchen table? No, it will not, because we have to consider if we have uh, preservatives or if we have a different process. Uh, Calories. And oh, yeah. Oh, I, I forgot about that, Victor. <laughs> we have to measure the calories. That's a great point, Victor. We have to measure the calories and make sure that it fits the right target market. If it has 300 calories, 
and you want to pursue the natural channel, it's not going to happen. So a lot of considerations there. This is why um, you can't do it just, just from your kitchen table. Another question is, uh, how do we work with the label lawyer so that we have all of the requirements from the FDA, and how long does it take? That's, a, that's an awesome question. I'll, I'll do yes. my experience, and then you can tell them uh, your actual experience from other, some of the last projects working with, with, uh, with uh, attorneys and label lawyers. But this is, this is the, 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 the big picture is um, the FDA will not look at your label and approve it. That's a misconception. They will not look at your label and approve it. Your attorney will guide you on what you need to do. So they will interpret FDA rules and then tell you what you can or cannot do. That's number one. Then number two, the FDA will not actually approve your formula or your product. That's done through the co-packers. So the co-packers and the people who sell you the ingredients must be FDA compliant. Uh, and and they, they are the ones producing it. Their, their, their co-packing facility must be compliant. It's the same with organic. They have to be compliant, organic, et cetera. Now, I know that you have some experience working directly with, with label lawyers. Tell us about some of your experience. I'll, I'll try to take. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll try to get a bit short because um, for all the the graphic designers and, and product designers, this is where uh, you get sometimes uh, if if you have an ego going into your design, you're gonna get a little chopped down here. And what happens is there's certain requirements that there's font size, uh, color, and spacing that go into into this and it really varies also uh, uh, working with different label lawyers it's very different um, my experience from one to another but the uh, the guidelines are there and it's it, 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 you know if you have a certain font that you that you like uh, you know they'll they'll really come in they'll literally come in and say that is not the correct size, uh, size for that font you have to make it bigger and sometimes throwing off your whole design and, and un, you know uh, unbalancing that that balance perfection that you had you know already spent three hours on, and they'll come in and say, you know what, you cannot do that, uh, or you need to put uh, X, Y, and Z in the front, and that'll throw you. That again will throw you off on your on your design. So it's good to there's actually some information out there before you even start the the design process that you should you should go ahead and 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 get and. Um, and just read through it, and you you should be able to have um, um, some 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 at least a really close idea of what you are you're trying to do before you even turn it into into the that saves you time and money as well. And you know, and and, and the other thing is don't be uh, too bummed out to say it in a way if you hear. Uh, you know, you know, you cannot do that. No, you cannot mention the calories in the front. You have to mention this size or whatever it is. Okay, perfect. Let me let me move to the to the next question. We have quite a few questions. Some are very specific to packaging. Uh, we have one about the stock. I can't really discuss the the the, the stock over over uh, open open air. If you want to call the office, you can call the office and we can discuss uh, buying stock in the company or you can buy it uh, through your broker. 
but I can I can talk about the stock. Uh, another question is uh, somebody's uh, starting an energy drink and they would like to know what the first step is. Well, the first step is you need to call the office and, and schedule a, a free consultation with one of our project managers. And then you can tell them about what you want to do and they can tell you how you can work with us and what you can do and how long it's going to take, uh, what type of budget you need for production and, and everything else. So that would be the first step, just to call. And, and just one call, if one call and it's free, you'll learn a lot. So yeah, call from the, the, a lot. No, Victor? Yeah, save, save, save yourself some money and then we, uh, honestly, if one on other quick thing, we have an, an you know just way too many customers who have you know come to us after they already had spent a lot of money, and it's it's sometimes it's really even tough to hear uh, you know people who say hey you know what I I went ahead and hired this this design company to do my product. Well, your design company never had any idea that the product was going to uh, weigh that much and that it's 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 um it's oversized when you're shipping it and and it it, it doesn't work because it's not a cold fill or a hot filter and and things like this will save you know just just a like a consultation just 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 to talk to somebody who knows really can save you some time and money and I, I, I really because there's so much there's so many great People that we've talked to, that it's kind of it's kind of sad to to hear that they have spent all their money, sometimes their savings, and on trying to do something that they were either taken advantage of or just really didn't know enough about the the industry and that they wanted to go in. So just kind of, I really just suggest that. And, um, okay. Uh, so call the office. That's a, that's a start, and it's free to call, and, and you'll learn a lot from an hour or forty minutes on the phone. And then uh, we have a, a, a designing question, Victor, a specific one. So this is for you. Uh, why is everyone using what is how is it Helvica or how do you read it font? <laughs> that is a good question. And and the the reason that that is there's actually a, a, a documentary about the Helvetica. There's actually a, a documentary about this. And and. And the reason is because it's so easy to read, and, and again, it's identifiable, and it's, there's so many variations of uh, that you can do that are still maintains uh, a, a nice and readable uh, format. So you'll look at that, and again, it's also a trend. Even though this was designed back in in, in the early 70s, I think. Uh, if you want to learn more about that in particular, there's a, a documentary, and I suggest it. it's, it's fun to watch. And if you are a designer, you're going to really enjoy it because they talk about different fonts and how that one was created and what happened after it was created. So, I mean, they, if, if if you watch this film, it's it's probably like a 45 minute long, and I think don't quote me on that, but I I enjoyed it so. And so there's a documentary out there that that will do a much better job at explaining. But again, think of that there is that how how fonts really determine a kind of a, a signature of, of, of it's kind of a picture in time. It's easy to see a font when it's retro and a font that's been used in you know in the 50s, 60s. Even even if you really look, if you're a designer and always looking at fonts, you can see fonts that were used even you know three to Four years ago, 
and know that that it was used in that time. So as far as that one, it's really easy to read. It's 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 simple. It's there's a there is a um, some genius behind the simplicity there. So uh, I, I I love it, but of course you can't use it for everything, and you just have to again think of the consumer. Okay. And we have another question about production. Gina, um, Gina asks, uh, when working with the co-factor, are they not likely to mix a product before they know for certainly it is FDA compliant? Well, remember, remember the explanation that the product itself, the FDA is not going to look at your product and, and approve each product that comes into the market one by one. This is this is the burden is on you to make it compliant. Uh, now, if you go through the proper channels and buy the ingredients with the proper channels and ship them correctly, they will call back it. If you buy your own ingredients on your own, go to the supermarket or something like this, they will not call back it because <laughs> they're liable. They're liable, uh, and it has to be purchased by a uh, through somebody who's compliant. So there's some methodology for this. Now, I think that the the spirit of the question, it goes back to your original question. Um, if you can start on your own a formula and take it all the way to production, no. It can be your formula, and then from there, we have to take it and make it um, industrial compliant. So it, it, it needs to be produced at a scale, and for that, it is no longer a kitchen table. Now, if you want it refrigerated in small batches and your kitchen is FDA compliant, then you produce it in your kitchen uh, and then uh, sell it fresh. That, that you can do that as well without a cold backer. But once you involve the trade, uh, it has to be done correctly. And we have another question here, a few more. Uh, Mark would like a case study. Uh, Mark, there's a case study actually that's an hour long. Uh, we just did a case study last week on, on one of the products, actually on, on the product that you saw today. We did an entire case study. We interviewed the CEO and why he's working with us and his experience and what we did with his product. And, and um, also when you call the office and you start talking to 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 our team, they'll send you uh, everything that we do and how we do it with with um, the timeline, and then they'll include a couple of case studies there. Uh, I don't know if it's three or four, but you'll get some case studies there as well. But this one's better because it's one hour long. <laughs> and then it's not only about the, the packaging and, and formulation, but it's how the entrepreneur came up with the idea, how he got the seed capital, how he started working, how he found us, why he's working with us, what's the next step, why he chose the natural channel, everything, everything is there. So, uh, you know, just send an email or go to the website that you want the case study for, for the team and they'll get it to you. Okay. Uh, somebody says, I'm afraid that my package design and labeling will not be perfect. How can I get away and move forward? How can I get away with it? 
and move forward with my idea. Ooh. <laughs> Perfect. That works. Uh, this is not an obstacle. Uh, this is something that it is a problem, and you can solve it. And it is very easy to solve, but you need to solve it. You don't want to move forward. And, you know, I, I just had a conversation today with one of my clients about this. You don't want to skip this. This <laughs> You can skip other things. Don't skip this step. Because like Victor said, this is, not just, this is not just a piece of artwork that you give your designer and, and you know, put it up. This is actually the communication with your consumer. So your brand, your package, is the communication with your consumer. It has to be perfect. Uh, you can't you can't continue without being perfect on this on this front. Uh, what I suggest is that you give it to Victor and let him fix it if it's fixable, or or start from scratch or do something. But don't move forward if it's not ready. Because then what's going to happen is you're going to go to production. You're going to spend a hundred thousand dollars instead of spending a little bit now. So the, the most expensive thing in this process is production, is inventory. And once you produce, once you have inventory, the clock is ticking. It might be a year, six months, or two years, but the clock is ticking. What that means, the clock is ticking, is you're going to lose 100% of your investment if you don't sell it. And if your packaging is not good, you're not going to sell it. So, so this, is, this is not a I – would, I would suggest that you fix the problem. Uh, before going forward, and 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 just a quick thing to that, yeah. uh, a, a lot of the times I've seen, and and this is for and hopefully I can give uh, some peace of mind, and and I do encourage what Jorge said because a lot of people what they do, Jorge, we we also talked about how sometimes. Uh, when they have uh, a, a label design or something, they go around showing friends and and you know their family, of course, and, and it is important. But sometimes they're not the 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 the, the person who's looking at the product. They're not qual really qualified or even in the industry to know. And they're giving some feedback, and it could be good or negative feedback. Doesn't really matter. But it, it kind of throws you off a little bit. Like you know, my my cousin. Um, Sammy didn't like it, and I don't know if it's gonna sell. Well, your your cousin Sammy, you know, he's he's a he's a doctor, and he doesn't know really, or 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 whatever other industry, he really doesn't know what's what's going to work, so, and it might be perfect. And so, and this is very common, and and I see a lot of people who have a piece of artwork. They go around showing it uh, to people, and what they're getting is a lot of guesses, and they've got a lot of likes or dis or or don't likes, and. There's more. Uh, there's more to that. So don't be encouraged. You know, uh, don't be discouraged if, if somebody says I don't like it. Think about the target market. Think about what you can do. And again, try to sell you some money and, and let us know if there's something we can help. And, and for sure, try and let you know. Okay, let's move to the next question. Uh, can it be frustrating working with a label lawyer? Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I think that's a trick question. That's a trick question. Do you mean lawyers as a whole or just label lawyers? Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, going through, the, through a legal process <laughs> is frustrating to some people and it is great for other people. It depends on your personality. Uh, mm -hmm. My personality is that I need to get things done now. And 
I appreciate what all of our attorneys do for us, label attorneys, trademark attorneys, all types of attorneys, but yes, it'll take longer, and times you have to learn what they're doing in order to compromise. Because sometimes we get, let's say, from one piece of document or even a, a, a label or a package, we might get um, a small package, and then we get 75 changes. There's not even said 75 things in this package, and they request 75 changes. After we call them and we tell them, what are the ones required by law? Maybe it's 10. And then the other ones were suggestions or graphic card suggestions. And then we tell them, well, uh, let's make a deal. I will tell you about lawyering, and you don't tell us about designing. <laughs> so you just need a, to, to, to establish clear communication and always ask the question. But this isn't everything in life, not just with, with, with suppliers. Uh, is that necessary? Is that a suggestion? Is that legal, illegal? Uh, you know, you is just have to opinion? start a conversation. Yeah. Is it an opinion or is it required? Or is it, you know, you would like it this way or you think it's more appealing to the consumer? Just have a conversation and then you'll be okay. Uh, James asks if he uh, he's going to do a small run of, of production if he should sell uh, directly to consumers or retailers. Uh, James, it depends on your strategy. Uh, I would like to know what, what is your strategy and what is your funding. If you have the funding, go after distributors. You don't need to, to do a small, uh, a small run and distribute it on your own. Just and put it through distributors because that's the way you grow exponentially. If you go to your local convenience stores, you're never going to grow exponentially. If you sell it directly to consumers, you're never going to grow exponentially unless the business model selling through direct response, maybe infomercials. But if your model is to sell through retailers, well, you need retailers and you need distributors. Now, if you don't have the money, then get the money because you will not be able to supply the distributors with one product and make money. Delivering one case of product to one store, even two or three, uh, loses money for your company. So you will be losing money if you do that, not making money. Uh, now, why would you do it in case you have a distributor that wants account? Then you, I would validate that. If you, if you want uh, a distributor account, they're asking you for 20 accounts or 200 accounts. And you need to open these distributors. I mean, these uh, stores to get that distributor. Then I would say yes. If that's your 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 entire strategy to have self distribution, then you know do the numbers because it's really hard to do self distribution. Okay, we have another question. If a beverage claims to have anti-aging properties, do we have to go through the FDA? You have to go through FDA guidelines no matter what you do. Everything has to be under FDA guidelines. Now, you need to speak with an attorney because we cannot give legal advice and we're not attorneys. Uh, what we can tell you is anything you do has to, has to be FDA compliant, no matter what it is. Now, if you start talking about claims and things like this, you have to go through, a, through an attorney, no matter what. Uh, you or Victor do a lot of revisions with other designers or when other designers screw it up. Victor, do we do, we do a lot of revisions? Or, or I don't think so, right? We a lot of times we have to redo, right? 
Uh, we have to, uh, yeah, it it's kind of falls back onto uh, consulting, and, and they have shown us uh, some things, and we will do some consulting. As far as revisions, um, there's only really been a handful. Okay. And, and like they, expert expert opinion is more the right the right word. So we'll give them their expert opinion on what they have. I would think so. A lot of people want okay. uh, as a peace of mind, you know, what do you think about this? And we'll give uh, we'll give our opinion. That's that's fine. But and it's usually we 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 create from you know if we're creating the product from scratch, we know what we are looking for. So okay, uh, what is the shelf life of a hot filled product? Uh, it depends on the product, so we need to know the product, and actually, uh, we need to know the ingredients as, as well. Uh, so that that that's very specific to 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 what we're doing. Another question: uh, What's your thoughts of ex expanding a product line but rolling out additional flavors in a new size of packing, a smaller one, and keeping the original flavor the same size? Uh, that's a tricky question because we need to know your business model. We need to know your sales. We need to know your scope of the trade before we give we, we, we give about that type of advice because it depends. Um, just just by by reading the question, say no, don't do it. But I'm missing something because you you if you already if this product is already in the stores and you have consumers, they're going to look for this product. Now, if you're targeting kids. Or if you're targeting lunch boxes, or if you're trying, then it's a different story. But knowing nothing else, uh, that would be my answer. Uh, for to do a, a proper answer, I need to know a lot of things. I need to know uh, what's your product. I need to see your product. I need to see your store penetration, how many distributors you have, how many cases you sell per store per week, and a lot of different things. So you can call the office, and, and, and we can go through this. Uh, before you need to do another another extension. So we be here to talk but just that it's a lot of money for land expense. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a a uh, a wine company from Europe and they want they want to learn about developing a label in the United States. And penetrating the American market. Yeah, you get, call the office and, and and talk to one of our, our project managers. That they can start you with uh, explaining to you the import process because you need to know and make sure that you want to go through the import process and how it works in the U.S., how distribution works in the U.S. Uh, and we 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 do work with wine and spirits as well. So call the office. And we have done it in the past. To, yep. To add to that. Yeah. How do you protect your ingredients from a cold packer? Uh, cold packers don't care about your ingredients. They don't. They only care about cold packing. They don't care about your formula. They don't care about your ingredients. Uh, and the only thing, the only way you can really, really, really protect it is if you discovered an ingredient, or if you have a some sort of a patent on a drug or something like that for your formula. Other than that, it's just an ingredient. Anybody can make it. Your unique selling proposition is not your ingredients and it's not your formula. Your unique selling proposition is a lot of things. We have a video on unique selling proposition, and one of the things that I say in that video is it's not your formula. Uh, you know, call the office and get the video. It's a free video. 
on, on how to develop a unique selling proposition. Somebody's introducing uh, the rum. Uh, no, we have not done research on the Caribbean. Uh, but it, it, it is not a very large market, so I think you can do research very easy even on your own on that market. I don't think you'll have a, a hard time doing research on your own on the Caribbean market. We can help you, of course, uh, but I would start asking a few of the stores uh, and maybe a few of the, of the distributors and then take it from there. Okay, let me see. And by the way, if, if, if somebody wants to see a particular webinar in the future to cover a certain talk, also let us know here in the chat, and we'll cover it. If you say, you know what, I, I, I can't find information on formulation. I can't find information on uh, selling to convenience stores, selling to farmers, or uh, what's the difference between the product and that product, or this market and that, or that market, or exporting, or Whatever, whatever you think is important, other people probably think it's important as well. Uh, don't forget also to, to a lot of these questions are, are in my book, Build Your Beverage Empire. So if you haven't uh, gotten a copy, get a copy of Build Your Beverage Empire. Uh, I lowered it all the way down to $2.99 on Kindle. Google did not, uh, I mean Google, Amazon did not allow us to give it away for free. Otherwise, we, we would, they didn't even allow us to give it away for 99 cents. 2.99 is the lowest on Kindle. It's also very low on paperback. It'll save you a ton of money and a ton of time. So get the book. Uh, continue listening to these free webinars. And if you want a custom webinar on a topic that you like or that you want to learn more, let us know. And we'll do one just for you. And we'll invite other people, of course, but uh, we'll cover your topic. If you have the question, other people have the question as well. Okay. I think that's all for, for the question. Uh, if we miss a question, if you wake up in the middle of the night and have another question, email us, call us, go to the, go to the blog, go to the website, put your comment there. If you think of a cool webinar, let us know. If you want to talk about a product, a process, sales, distribution, also let us know. Uh, just because we didn't cover it here doesn't mean we can't help you or cover or or answer your question. Victor, thank you very much for spending so much time with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jorge. And um, thank you to uh, everybody listening. And you know, hope, I hope this was <laughs> what you expected. And I know we'll, we talked about maybe having more topics uh, in the future. So thank you very much, Jorge, for having me. You're very welcome. Thank you, everybody, for spending your time with me and with Victor. We love that you put time aside to spend it with us. You know your time is very valuable, and I feel very good that you spend it with me. Thank you very much, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>